Hey guys, thanks for tuning back into Truth Radio. This is Joey. Long time, no talk. Uh, it's It's been a while. I've just been so busy with just my life and honestly seeking out God and what he's got next for me in the next couple months. You know, Lord willing, a lot will be happening and I'm just excited to serve him in a honestly a new way and I and that's I can say with passion like it is something new that is coming into my life um, Lord willing so today I just want to kind of open up first of all with prayer uh, and then we're gonna jump into first Peter 4 and at the fortress the other day on Friday I did a devotion on this and I feel like it's something that I still need to talk about with you guys so um, let's let's open up with prayer first. So God, I just thank you right now for every listener that gets a chance to just soak in, in your word and what you have for them to hear today. Not only with their physical ears, but Lord, with their spirit. Lord, I pray that you just speak to them in a loud way um, that will bring growth and change in their lives. As we jump into 1 Peter chapter 4, God, may they just soak up the living, breathing word of God. Amen. So if you guys don't have your Bibles, run, get them, pause this if you have to. Take as long as you need. Uh, we'll be here when you get back. All right, so I'm just going to read through 1 Peter 4 real quick, and then we're going to kind of go back and, and break it all down, okay? So 4 verse 1, Therefore, since Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same purpose. Because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live the rest of time in the flesh no longer for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For the time already past is sufficient for you to have carried out the desires of Gentiles, having pursued a course of sensuality, lust, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. In all this they are surprised that you do not run with them in the same excesses of disputation, and they malign you. But they will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For the gospel has, for this purpose, been preached even to those who are dead, that though they are judged in the flesh as men, they may live in spirit according to the will of God. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as a good steward of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies. So that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And we're going to stop right there. You know, Friday morning <laughs> rolled around, 6 o'clock hit real quick, and I woke up. And I realized, oh man, I was, I'm scheduled to do devotions this morning and I have nothing. And I mean, I had nothing planned. And the Lord just kind of threw this on my heart along with a lot of songs, um, a lot of worship about our identity 
being found in Him. And we talk a lot about, you know, our past, and, and a lot of times, this, and this is what I find personally, is that if I continue to focus on who I was, I'll never begin to look up and see what God has for me to be. And that's the point that I wanted to make. I mean, just going into, you know, verse 3, for the time already passed is sufficient for you to have carried out the desire of Gentiles, having pursued a course of sensuality, lusts, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. See, now verse 3, that, that described, described my life, who I was B.C., before Christ. And verse 4 speaks volumes, and anybody that has completely or radically just changed your life for the glory of the cross, for the glory of God, for the glory of Jesus, will understand this. Verse 4, in all this, they are surprised that you do not run with them in the same excesses of disputation and they malign you. After you guys got out of that, that sin life, that, that nature of just drunkenness and parties and living wild, do you ever have those old friends that will pop up and they'll see the new you, the real you that Jesus has created, the, the, the true identity that you're walking in because of the cross, because of Jesus? And they are so surprised that you have changed so much that you're not talking the way you used to talk. You don't reason the way that you used to reason. And that's, that's scriptural. Um, we don't reason like a child because we're, we're off the milk and we're onto the meat of the word of God. And that is so important as we continue to grow with the word that we don't get caught up. And it, it says in Hebrews, and this, I've kind of been bouncing back and forth in my own studies. In Hebrew, Hebrews, it says that now that we've gotten past those things, I want to say it's Hebrews 10. Um, now that we've gotten past those things, we shouldn't have to focus on repentance. We shouldn't have to focus on the cross. Yes, those are all good things, but we are called to do more than just stay there. We're called now to grow deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper with Christ. And that's the transformation. That is the walk. That is the journey that we are on. And it is okay for us to enjoy that journey. But we need to actually take the step of faith to grow past sinning, repenting, repeat. Sinning, repenting, repeat. There's going to come a time in your life where you, your spirit wakes up. And God's like, all right, let's go. And that's kind of what I'm experiencing in my own life. So I had to no longer worry about who I was in order for me to realize who I am today and who God wants me to be in the future. And that's all Lord willing, because let me tell you, the, the stuff that I'm doing now with working with the fortress and Lord willing going on a, a trip to India with my pastor of the Harbor Church, not anything that I've ever expected. Um, and and there's, there's testimony to that, not just because of who I used to be, but I believe in one of the first or second podcasts that, that we've done here on Truth Radio, um, <clears throat> I talked about, excuse me, I talked about a trip that I went to in Indiana, and this woman, this, um, yeah, this pastor started to pray over my life, and she had just said that the Lord wanted me to walk in deliverance, and that is a huge part of my testimony is deliverance, deliverance from uh, witchcraft, deliverance from drug addiction, sex addiction, etc. 
And so <laughs> on the way home from uh, that trip in Indiana, one of the, the pastors, Pastor Deborah, who I went there with, their church in Time Glories, we're in this bus and, and <laughs> she's like, does anybody want to give a testimony of you know what you went through? So I got on, I got on the microphone on the bus and gave just a, a short clip of, of you know my past and my history. And I, I talked about what this other pastor had prayed over my life and and Pastor Deborah said, you know, your, your testimony is going to be heard around the world. And one thing that I responded to her with was, I never thought I'd be one of those crazy Christians that would be in a bus full of, you know, 30, 40 people driving to a conference 12 hours away. And I ended up being that guy. And I'm excited to be that guy because the Lord has he's always going ahead of us. So he knew that I was going to be on that bus. He knew the word that I was going to be told and the effect that it's now having on my life. So this chance to be able to go to India, I find out from my pastor that, hey, we're going to be talking to you know college students. And one of the things that I get to talk about is deliverance. He has no, had no idea and still has no idea of what was prophesied over my life 10, 11 months ago. That is my God. That's my King. He is showing himself to be true and faithful every word that he's ever promised over my life. And I'm just, I just get to sit back in the passenger seat and watch it all unfold. Sure, sometimes it gets messy, but it is a beautiful mess. And it's, everything's just kind of falling into place. Maybe not the way that I would have it, but it's falling into place on God's time, not my own. That was not what I wanted to talk about today, but it came out. Um, mm. So we need to stop focusing on who we were, and that's verses, I mean, one through five. And if we jump down into seven and eight, the end of all things is near. Therefore, I love therefores in the Bible, because that means there is a cause and there is effect. So let, let's, let's reread this. The end of all things is near. Therefore... Be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. I love prayer. I've said it time and time again, and I will continue to say it. I love prayer. I've always thought myself to be um, a prayer warrior. It's a gift that I believe that the Lord has given me um, to just always pray. And I don't always like give off this appeal of somebody that is very approachable. <laughs> so I actually had um, a friend of mine, her name is Bethy Zitlow. Uh, she made me some shirts that say, can I pray for you on the back? Because I'm not somebody that will like, I, I, you know, I used to be, but um, just after my addiction, my personality's changed, but the Lord is bringing me back into my real identity. So praise God for that. Um, love prayer. We need to be in prayer. We're called to um, prayer, pray without ceasing, uh, which it's, it takes practice. But it's just even the little things like, you know what, Lord, thank you for this beautiful day. First of all, Lord, thank you for letting me wake up today because that is a gift from God. Thank you for that last breath I just took. I mean, it, you go on and on and on, and it's, it's building your character of Christ. It is building your relationship with the Father. And that's the whole point, isn't it? Like, isn't that the point of this walk is to build a relationship, to build friendship, and just a, a communion with Christ 24-7? Communion isn't just taking the bread and, and, and drinking the juice. 
communion is what we do on a daily basis. And I think that's going to be the next topic we talk about on here because, oh man, I can't even go there yet. <laughs> All right, so verse nine, and this is one that I told the guys at home, like this is something that I struggle with because I very much so like my own space um, and my own privacy. So verse nine, be hospitable to one another without complaint. There's a hard part for me, without complaint. As each one has received a special gift, employed in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Excuse me. So, being hospitable, what does that look like? Um, accepting one another, and honestly, even into your own home. You know, it says that, the word says, man, how do I explain hospitality? What's mine is yours. And for somebody that, like, in my growing up years, I didn't have much. So so now that the Lord has blessed me with, with stuff, with things, I can't get in this mindset of, this is mine. No, I actually, if we go into Acts, it says that what is yours is the Lord's. And if somebody else is in need, we're supposed to give it to them. So we need to share. That's, that's, that's one part of hospitality that I really enjoy. Feed somebody that is hungry. Clothe somebody that is naked. It's, it's hospitality. It is living out the gospel of Jesus Christ. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another, not just God. Serve one another. Uh, one word that has come up, I, I just uh, went through a Crucio weekend a couple weekends ago, or a couple weeks ago with um, a good mentor of mine, Cecil Meyer, had invited me out to go. And what you do there, it's called servant leadership. Not only there, but in my job at the fortress, it is servant leadership. It is serving the children of God, even with leadership. It's sacrificing some of your own time and your own needs and your own wants and desires and, and giving them over. You know what I mean? And in doing so, we are showing one another um, that we are good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves, okay, let's stop. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. We need to ask the Lord, and okay, maybe I can't throw a blanket statement on it. I uh, have continually asked the Lord to give me a Holy Spirit filter in my mind and over my mouth. Because in the heat of a moment, I can say something very, very destructive. Um, I'm not a fighter, but I would, I have a history of tearing people down with my words. So it's like, okay, Lord, I, I need some kind of filter over my mouth and over my mind so I no longer do that. And I try to pick out the most positive thing and, and that's what I will relay. And it doesn't always get the best response because a lot of times it maybe comes off as sarcasm, which as Pastor Brent would say is uh, fermented fruit of the spirit. Um, it's it's no good. So I, it's, a, it's a practicing thing. And 
when you do speak, it is to do so as one who is speaking the utterances of God. Here's a good one. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies. You ever serve so much? And if you were listening to this and you've ever done a Crucial weekend or a Tracedius weekend or encounter, whatever kind of men's retreat, women's retreat that you've done, you know <laughs> that by the third day, um, the only strength that you have to continue to serve is by the grace of God. And we need to rely on that same strength every single day. Um, all my fourth dayers out there, that is the strength and the grace that we rely on is strictly from God. Because especially in ministry, and ministry isn't a title, it's a lifestyle. Anybody that is following Christ, that has actually laid down their life and picking up their cross, you are doing ministry on a daily basis. And it has such an emotional and spiritual toll, which A, is why it's so important to stay connected to the Word of God. B, when we get drained, we can rely on the promise that Jesus is our sustainer. He will always keep us full if we're in the word. You know, it's it's not all on him. We have to put forth some kind of effort to maintain being filled up. And, and I don't want you to hear that you have to work um, for your grace. You don't have to, you, you have to work for your salvation. I'm not saying that, so don't don't hear that. What I'm saying is, we need to search out God. We need to seek out the kingdom. And that is in the Bible. One of the things that I love is in Jeremiah, everybody's, everybody, excuse me, everybody says this, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and, and you know, so on and so forth. Now, nobody ever takes into consideration this promise that is right after that. And it goes like this. If you seek for if you seek me, you will find me. If you knock, the door will be opened. And, and that is something that I have to rely on. Like, okay, Lord, this is a promise. So I'm gonna get in the word, I'm gonna seek you out. I'm gonna shut off my phone, I'm gonna shut everything off, and I'm just going to try to find you. And you know what? He shows up every single time that I open the word. Because this is inspired by him. This is truth. Truth that I have to start to apply by the grace of God into my own life. And you know, I'm not somebody that will, um, not yet anyway, <laughs> you know, go on the streets and, and be able to preach the word of God and just, you know, try to, you know, turn or burn. I can't, I can't do that. But what I can do, what the Lord has allowed me to do is be a living example of the gospel of Christ. That won't scare somebody who claims to be an atheist away. At first, they might think, well, you're just a nice person. It's so much more than that. I'm a follower of Christ. And, and then you get a chance, boom, as soon as they get that, you have your foothold in. Like, okay, now let's talk about Jesus. This is why I'm so different. It is not I who live, but it is Christ who lives within me. That is what I want my testimony to be. That is what I want my witness to be. It doesn't matter about stuff that I've done in my past. It says that right in verse 3 or 4 right here. That that time has passed. So now, for today, I'm going to focus on what is God doing today. I'm not even going to worry about tomorrow. But we can look and search the Word of God 
and we have an idea of what tomorrow may be. Tomorrow, you guys, is a chance to be like Christ in a very, very dark world. And that is my challenge for you. As you close out this podcast, this video, as you go about your your work week this week, as you interact with family, please remember that you are an ambassador of the cross of Jesus Christ. You are a servant of Jesus, a messenger of God. And it's not just by the words you say, it is by the things that you do. So let your actions and your words line up. And may both those actions and words line up with the word of God. Until next time, this is Joey with Truth Radio.